everybody, it's Alexander Dahl with Manifest Vitality once again. Uh, so we are just about at the end of Wave 5 for the interviews. Uh, there is um, one more after this one, um, but there is more to go after that, um, once we start booking the next wave anyway. Um, so without further ado, we'll go ahead and get into this one. Uh, Alright, bye. Alright, so I'm currently on the phone with Jeffrey Hayes, is another musician that reached out about the interview series, so I'm going to go ahead and give him the opportunity to introduce himself. Hello everyone, I am Jeffrey Hayes, I'm with the band Soul Trap, which I helped co-found with my buddy Tyler back in like 2014, 2015. And yeah, I've been playing guitar for about 17 years. Excellent. Um, so about those 17 years, I always like to start, you know, in the beginning. Um, you know, when were you first drawn to music? And, and what about music in general? Did you find something that, you know, was important enough to latch on to? Well, I kind of felt like a late bloomer when it came to getting into music at all. Um, I was mostly into movies and stuff. I really like, you know, had that like, kid dream, like, oh, I want to be a director. I want to make films, stuff like that. And um, anyways, I was watching, you know, the 04 remake of Dawn of the Dead, um, you know, the old George A. Romero movie, but the remake one. And at the end of it, Down with the Sickness came on. And I like had not heard that song before. And something about it was just kind of like, oh, okay, I could get into this. Started, you know, bobbing my head to everything. And, uh, from there, I just really started getting into Disturbed and found a bunch of other bands that were in that realm. And I'm just like, basically, I'm the kind of thing when I'm into something, I don't want to just watch it. I want to, I want to do it. So I was like, okay, I'm into music. All right, well, hey, mom, can I, you know, help me out getting a guitar? I'm 13. I don't have, I don't have any money. And then she got him my first guitar. Nice. And, and from so there, just kind of. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, that's okay. How, so, how did you find that process of? Uh, actually learning it as you mentioned you know it's something that you're into and you don't just want to be into it you want to be a part of it as well what were what were those first steps like once you had the guitar well my mom's boyfriend at the time josh he was really into metal and he was a bass player too he'd been in and out of bands i mean he, he kind of helped me along uh in a lot of ways like in mostly just encouragement and you know showing me a few stuff like scales just the concept of a scale like had n I had no idea what I was doing, you know, starting out. I would just go to ultimateguitar.com and just download and print tabs, you know, and, and just, just learn whatever I could until I eventually started just kind of figuring out like, oh, okay, so that's kind of how these these scale things work and started, you know, fiddling around doing my own stuff. But it it was many, many years before I actually wrote something that I felt was good enough to even show someone. Uh, that's typically another question that I ask is how, how long was it before first picking up the instrument and then feeling comfortable writing with it oh man in my first band let's see i was about 17 18 around there uh, we were called black armada up in anchorage alaska and uh uh god like i i tried to write some songs for the group but uh it always kind of turned out that the other guitar player had written better songs <laughs> and, and, that's, and that's not and that's not not saying no animosity there he and i are still great friends to this day but um but yeah my songs just like you know were not like man, they weren't really good enough you know it's, it's just kind of how it goes but um in soul trap i pretty much helped write everything from uh the beginning uh, although you know there are quite a few songs uh like on our track like uh collecting the pieces and seven that were written uh completely by our uh the singer aaron he was our guitar player for a little bit but yeah so we all kind of write together now 
Okay. And you mentioned that you somewhat learned off tabulature. So how do you go about like the writing process? Uh, is it more kind of just putting progressions together or are you kind of uh, more um, like groove focused? Hmm. Yeah, I guess I'd say like writing process. If I'm just sitting at home writing like alone, I'll just be jamming, noodling around. And if I find something that I like, you know, I'll sort of like, just kind of morph that into different things and see what I can find and just see what sort of comes out naturally. I can then go back and kind of like say, okay, this sounds like a good verse or maybe this part needs to go over here instead and just sort of flesh it out. It's like a multi, like lots of edits, lots of drafts, you know, to actually get like a song that's, that's, that's workable. Sure. Absolutely. So you mentioned that you're up in Alaska and I know that you're in the East time zone now. Uh, so what happened there? Yeah, well, uh, let's see, after my parents split, we went, went up to Alaska when I was like 13. My mom's side of the family was up was, uh, from there. So I was there until about 23, and I just decided, you know what? Uh, I'm not really going to make it up here. There's not really much opportunity in the ways of jobs and schools that I could afford. So my dad and brothers were down here. I bought myself a plane ticket, ships down, anything I could afford to bring with me, and and put myself uh, through technical school down here, got an IT degree, but actually ultimately ended up in uh, graphic design and now in sales, but still doing design for the company. Okay, so it was a pretty easy transition, just kind of moving from one side to the other. Yeah, no, not too bad at all. I mean, you know, I'm definitely, if anyone who's listening to this, you're thinking about moving somewhere where you don't have any family or resources, man, I don't recommend it, but be careful. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so once you did kind of make that move, was that when, uh, you started forming, uh, your band that you're in now, or were you kind of looking around for opportunities? What was your, uh, first steps getting back into the music scene that you're in now? Oh, well, first steps really were just going on Facebook and Craigslist and seeing who was looking to start something or who was looking for a guitar player, which I guess pretty rare. We guitar players are a dime a dozen. Um, but I ended up finding a Tyler through Craigslist and he was a drummer. So we uh, went over to his house and jammed a little bit in that hot ass garage, no AC. And that eventually turned into where we are now. That's cool. And you mentioned that that was about seven years ago. So you guys have been uh, practicing and writing uh, in, in that period of time. How many records have you guys put out? Uh, let's see. Right now we do just have a, a single full album out. That's 12 tracks on it all original and uh right now we're working on writing a lot more but really the things that's kind of like been holding us up has been constantly retraining new members like you know losing the bass player here or there or um getting a new guitar player who's gone through quite a few guitar players but uh, i really feel like the dust is finally settling you know now to where we can start really writing some, some new original material again i mean we all have we've all got little projects and stuff we just haven't as a band been able to put really much out you know through the pandemic our guitarist that we just let go of wouldn't even want to leave his house and he he, he didn't work very uh it didn't work very well with the group but that's another story sure yeah it's definitely difficult to keep bandmates together and in a lot of ways i think that's one of the most complicated parts of being in a band is just keeping people together Oh, yeah. I used to think it was all about like, okay, who can we find that's got the right skill? Who's got a car to make sure they can get their gear there? And, you know, who's, uh, you know, basically like finding someone who's skilled and 
and, and our age and things like that. And, and later on, we kind of realized that it doesn't really matter as much as whoever it is having a good attitude and like really being on the same page as the rest of us as far as, hey, even though the band can be tough sometimes and maybe you might cost you more money than you'll ever actually make, like if you're if you're in it, you know, you're in it, serious about it, you know, and then that's the kind of person that, uh, that we look for. Yeah, and that's definitely uh, an important point of making sure that the people that you're working with are people that you can actually get along with and not necessarily your idealized version, as you mentioned. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You know, it's, it's much more about like, hey, does everyone gel together? And do we all have a, you know, good personalities? And are we serious about the project? Awesome. So along those notes, have you been able to get like a good lineup together? So now you have people together that you're ready to work with and eventually get out and do shows with? Oh, yeah. We just added um, a few months ago, Greg, our other guitar player. He is a talented ass guy, like in his 40s. And I'm really happy to be with him. He's a freaking just great in the band, great attitude, you know, silly guy. We've been friends for a long time before he joined. So, I mean, it just kind of worked out. Um, so, uh, you mentioned, uh, the current band you're in, I'm going to give you the uh, chance to go over that again. Uh, just, uh, give some more information about it. And then also, you know, where, where would you like to see it go to, uh, you know, once everything starts opening up, we can get out and do shows again. What are your ambitions for your project? Oh yeah. The band is called soul trap. One word. Um, and honestly, ambitions for it. So right now, we're, I mean, we're already doing shows. We've got one booked uh, coming up September 20th, opening up for Sons of Texas, along with King's Peak and Mudbrain. And that's going to be our first show with our new drummer, Marion, who's just a beast. But as far as where we want to go, like, I try to keep my expectations realistic. Like, it's better, I think, that we try to do all that we can to, you know, be one of, like, you know, the, the those well-known metal musicians from a certain area you know like better to be like you know the best local band in georgia that we can possibly be you know because if we are just only banking on becoming signed and famous one day well that's not very realistic that's going to lead to a lot of disappointments i'd rather have a goal that's you know achievable but still a challenge sure but i mean who doesn't who doesn't want to get signed you know obviously we would love it we would do it but uh yeah hey we're just doing it right now because we love doing it Right. And that's probably the most important part to focus on is making sure that the passion is there. Exactly. And I mean, we've been dealing with a lot of bullshit in this band, I feel like, uh, season French, but <laughs> it still still feels worth it. Good, good. Um, so what are your some of uh, favorite memories that you've had participating in music, whether it be like an inspirational show you went to or, you know, trouble with the bandmate or, uh, you know, a show you played? Oh man, let's see. As far as just memories in general when it comes to music, like I'll never forget my first concert. Uh, my mom brought me to see Avenged Sevenfold uh, when they played in Anchorage, I think in 2005. And they were like, they were my favorite band at the time. I've since moved on to, you know, definitely some heavier stuff, but they kind of still hold a special place in my heart. Uh, let's see, another time. Oh my God. Well, <laughs> so uh, with Soul Trap, uh, we were getting ready. We were loading in some gear and I was uh, cutting some string, get the banner ready. And uh, one thing led to another. Tyler accidentally got stabbed through the hand with this, with this uh, knife that we had. You know, it's like one of those uh, little construction knives, like a like a box cutter type thing. And man, I think so. And we're we're about to go up on stage, uh, but dude, he, he even had a sprained foot at the time too. So this dude goes up and plays the show, 
gets through the whole thing with a hole in his hand and a broken foot. And he's doing, you know, double bass, mind you, you know, with the feet. So he's got to use both of those feet, both those hands. And, and to this day, that's kind of one of the reasons he's, he's earned that nickname, the beast, because he just <laughs> powered right through it like a freaking animal. For sure. Yeah, that's fucking some shit to go through. <laughs> yeah, yeah we, were, we were amazed. Uh, so what are some links where people can take a listen to your stuff and check you out on social media? Oh, well, we're, well, we do our distribution, um, online. So it gets sent pretty much everywhere. It gets, uh, on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon music, Google play. Uh, you can also find us at soultrapmetal.com. All our music is on there along with all of our merch. You can buy our music right there without uh, the, uh, the industry people skimming anything off the top. If you want to support us a little more directly. Um, so I always like to give uh, the person I'm interviewing the opportunity to throw out their last word. So just a message that you kind of feel resonates with you. Hmm. Well, just no matter what you're doing, as long as you enjoy it, never give up.